Advent has been a time of preparation and of expectation, and that time is nearly complete. We've been watching these, these candles week by week get lit one by one by one, and finally tonight we light the Christ candle. But as happens every year, this Christ candle isn't an ending, but a new beginning. So too was the community to whom John wrote his gospel late in the first century CE. It was not looking for a ending, but a new beginning. And so when John wrote his gospel, he doesn't disappoint, referring us right back, not just to the beginning of Jesus's story, but to the beginning of everything. In the beginning was the Word. The Word. You almost hear that capital W, right? The Word. Outside of the Bible, it's rare for us to hear a proper noun word, isn't it? It's, it's really rare for that to come up. It's strange and wonderful, simple yet complicated. And that's only in English. In uh, John wrote the gospel not in English, but in Koine Greek, the common language of the day. And he uses the word logos. Logos means word, true, but it also has the idea of an event to it. For if something is spoken, then something is also done. It's more than just the word itself, but the event that follows and the thought that went before. It's the expression and the idea, both the act of speaking a word and the complex inner thought it represents. Try hearing this line again. In the beginning was the Logos, and the Logos was with God, and the Logos was God. Logos is so much more than just a simple capitalized word, and though we have trouble understanding it from a language barrier, the people of Jesus' time had trouble understanding it from a philosophical barrier. You see, the group of philosophers known as the Stoics held that the Logos was beyond reasoned discourse and was, in fact, the animating principle pervading the universe, the fire of life, if you will. It was a principle, an impersonal, disinterested force, but it pervaded everything in Stoic understanding. So it was only a step from there to the Jewish understanding of the divine taking an active role in creation. Logos, this divine fire, uh, this fire that animated everything, had now become personalized. The understanding was there, and many people actually converted uh, over these ideas from their ideas of this divine fire. John takes this use of Logos one more step beyond this, that Jesus is this word of God, this divine reason, this co-equal creative force that brings life into the world and light into the world as well. This is a great mystery of Christmas, that the divine loves us so much as to become one of us, not a great one born in the purple, as a Byzantine emperor would be called, but a simple baby born to simple parents in the, mid in the middle of an oppressed powder keg of a region. John writes, the Logos became flesh and made his home among us. This divine word, the holiest and most, well, most everything of everything, decided to become like us, live like us, be like us. Emmanuel shall be his name, the prophet Isaiah said. 
God with us. And though John doesn't use these words to describe the word, the logos, the point is still well made in context. Now, okay, it's late. You probably don't want me to keep expounding on logos for another few hours. So uh, let's um, wait until the sun arrives or until Mary's son arrives. Oh, okay, not that either. Instead, here's a late night quiz. I know, exciting. Let's, uh, let's work together on this. What is, or what are, excuse me, what are the first words that God speaks in the Bible? The first words that God speaks in the Bible. Let there be light. Yes. And English is a good response to this. Uh, fiat lux would be the uh, Latin. I didn't expect that from this crowd, but... I like it because Fiat Lux has a, well, Lux in the name, which I relate to pretty well, being a part of my name. The Hebrew is uh, Yehi Or, and that's, let, uh, it's um, let there be light, or more literally, exist light, or light will be and light was, as a more literal translation as well. It should be no wonder then that for John, the word of God and the light of life should follow right after each other talking about the Logos, and then talking about the light. First words that God speaks, after the beginning, let there be light. This follows pretty well. This time of night, the light shining in the dark are powerful statements of John's point. The darkness doesn't extinguish the light. As the famous saying puts it, it is better to light a candle than sit and curse the darkness. Light is an amazing image of the divine because light can travel just about anywhere. Unlike sound, which relies on a medium to be transmitted, whether that's air or water or even solids, uh, light can travel through pure vacuum. Looking up at the stars, we see light that has traveled for millions, billions, some even trillions of years before reaching us. Likewise, the divine light pervades the universe, shining on all people, yesterday, today, and tomorrow. And though God has given humanity the ability to bend or block the light as we choose through our intention or inaction, God has also given us the divine light to shine into areas that are blocked out by others. That's a big part of why we celebrate this Christmas holiday, why we come together. It's, it's not just about remembering that, hey, Jesus was born some 2,000 years ago, even if that was the children's message from the last service. Uh, it's also about remembering that Jesus' birth is a part of the wider story of the relationship between God and humanity, that the Logos became flesh and dwelt among us, that the true light had come into the world and was making itself known just as it made us anew. Then, as now, the story of God's glory shines like that of a father's only son, full of grace and truth. So, when you look around at the lights on your way home tonight, think of the light that leads us home to God. The light of life. The light of the word. The light that shines on all people. And use that light to kindle a candle in your heart. A candle of love, joy, peace, and hope, and most of all, a candle of the Logos, 
the divine reason that shines into the darkest of nights, into the deepest of depths, and through all time. May God kindle the fires of love in your heart. May Christ illumine your life in the light of the word that all may see their way. And may the Holy Spirit warm you enough to walk where you and the light you bear are needed most. Amen. <laughs>